The heart of the matter. 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 Welcome to the Heart of the Matter podcast. My name is Rick, and I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend, Pastor Brian McDaniels. Mm. <laughs> Did you mispronunciate my last name? No, I said your last name. He said Mac <laughs> Daniels. I didn't say. <laughs> a in there? I didn't say an A. I was trying to be proper with it. Now I got to start over because I can't stop laughing. No, I would let that roll. <laughs> oh God. No, I did not mispronounce your last name. That's okay. my country accent. All right, just trying to clarify there. Hey, what's up? Let's go. Uh, let's get back to uh, where we were. Sorry about that, uh, man. This being our first episode, let's just uh, let's start it off so we can form our opinions about you. What's your number one biggest pet peeve? My biggest pet peeve, uh, for sure, is. Um, I'm gonna give you two because I have a lot. I hate feet. I can't stand feet. Anything about feet. Uh, I the cutest little feet. That's just the weirdest thing to me. Uh, he was like, "Look at their little feet." I'm like, "No, let's not." Uh, people who wear flip flops. It's actually illegal in our organization to wear flip flops. You can get fired if I see your toes, and we're not on a beach. Uh, <laughs> it is true. It is a write up. It is a write up a hundred percent. And then being interrupted. I really, I think that is just insane. Uh, I know a lot of people who do that. So yeah, it's a big one. Note to self, do not wear flip flops to work ever. Yeah. Um, at all. No yeah. joke. It's very serious. We won't we won't go any further than that. There is some people who have uh, had the write up for flip flops, so we'll just uh, maybe even in the building, but we'll just go right into it. Uh, this uh, man, let's hear your vision and your heart. We know it, but let's let's let everyone hear your vision behind the heart for the matter, heart of the matter podcast. Absolutely, you know, um, about two years ago now, my wife and I, which will be on the first official episode. Uh, next week, we became the lead pastors of LifeBridge Christian Center. And here in Longview, Texas, about two years ago, we officially took over uh, January of 2023. And it was just super clear to me that there is so much misinterpretation and misunderstanding. Like we live in a world of pre-assumed ideas, predetermined uh predetermined, I mean, conclusions with a lack of full disclosure. We have no idea. There's nobody asking, why is that? There's no, they're, they're saying that's terrible. That's awful. I can't believe you did that, but no one wants to know why no, no one has this idea. And as a leader, I think it's super important for us to, in our relationships, in our organization, consistently pursue clarity and precision in a world that's full of you know, just predetermined conclusions and, and things. And, and there's people that are, they, they have opinions about things that they don't know the why behind them. And I think it's really important for us to get to the heart of the matter on hard topics about marriage. You know, that you can judge someone for being divorced, but don't know why. 
you know, you can judge someone like I, a lot of people like, man, you know, he's an alcoholic and they, they write him off, but they don't know why he drinks. You know, the, the, we, we, we see the dude begging on the street and think we just predetermine and, and come to conclusions like, oh, he's there because he wants to be or that he's there. He's just an addict. And we don't know why. And I see when we come inside the church, specifically church that's mixed with a lot of church hurt. Uh, I, I see a lot of predetermined conclusions with the lack of full disclosure. They say it all the time. It's like uh, the cheap seats are the loudest. And I, I've been I've been misjudged and misinterpreted and misunderstood as a leader from people who don't know me, don't know my heart, don't know why we did it, why we made that decision. They, they, they just come in and go, oh, like it's too dark in here, not knowing why we have it dark. It, or, you know, they just say, I can't come to church here because the music's too loud. Instead of, hey, the music's a little loud. Why do we do that? I think in this podcast, it's really about encouraging leaders, encouraging followers, encouraging people of the church to seek for understanding and not seek to make predetermined conclusions. I think that we just walk in it like, you, if you don't know why, which is why we're going to just kind of pull the curtain back. This is going to be one of those podcasts where it's a lot about church, a lot about marriage, a lot about leadership, where it's all in the misunderstandings, misinterpretations. We don't know why, because early in our, our early in our leadership, we started to change things and people rejected them before they knew why we did them. Does that make sense? And so I think. I, as a leader, I value questions more than statements. I value people who seek to understand and not just to be understood. And I think, uh, you know, most people make the mistake of thinking that leadership is about being understood when it's literally about understanding. And I think the lowest level of impact is being known and the highest level of impact is knowing. And in a, in a world where we're filled with predetermined conclusions, with the lack of information, we have no idea why we, we, you know, we live in the world of TikToks and it's 15 seconds and 12 seconds here and six seconds there. And, and, and we come to conclusions. This podcast is really just about, Hey, let us show you what the heart of the matter behind what we're doing is like what, what, what tithe money giving lights cameras action online all of those things that people i think they will totally understand because the truth is i could save myself so many conversations and so many emails if people would just ask why even in premarital counseling and marital counseling i just say hey the biggest biggest word in your marriage is why why is that why do you respond that way why do you, why does that bother you? And I think this podcast is to, to turn down the table or turn the tables around and just say, Hey, before you get misunderstood, before we get misinterpreted, let us share with you the vision and the why behind the hard things of church and the hard things of marriage and really begin to get to the heart of the matter. 
Man, that's awesome. And uh, we could pretty much just shut the podcast down with just all that right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just uh, knowing how honest you are For doing sure. life with you, walking beside you, you teaching me, you leading all of us. Um, you know, what is what is an experience that you personally have had ran into maybe and just go into in depth the situation that you were able to maneuver in a different way than a normal leader would maneuver? Mm. Well, I mean, as a leader, I think you're going to navigate through the hardest situations, especially like everyone's like, man, why did it take Moses so long to get the children of Israel? And it's like, have you ever tried to get your three kids through the mall? You know, and you're ta- you're trying to take a whole organization. And I think the most important thing about being a leader is first of all knowing that not everybody is going to like you the truth is not everybody is supposed to follow you when you're inheriting something like my wife and i did where you just inherit followers you know i've I've gained followers when we built our youth ministry we started with six and we ended up the people that came they came because they liked us when you step into a place where you're inheriting a crowd you have to understand it's okay for people to leave. It, that it's okay for people to not like what you're going to do. And I think the most the, the one thing that's funny about this podcast is it's about understanding when I don't have to be understood. I'm okay with you misunderstanding me. I'm okay with it, but at the same time if you are going to leave, I at least want you to know why. I I, I at least want you to know where I'm coming from. If you're going to leave because it's too dark, I want you to know why it's dark. If you're leaving because it's too loud, I just want you to know why it's loud. It's not loud because we're young. It's loud because we want you to sing. And we want, like, it's not dark because, you know, we don't want light. It's like, it's too dark in here. We can't worship. We want you to be able to worship without being, feeling like you're seen. it's it's all strategic and i think for for most of the time i don't get angry i don't get upset i don't get disappointed a matter of fact i have the gift of goodbye it's this tense spiritual gift you know it's like (laughs) i think one of the greatest blessings is uh multiplication by subtraction i think that sometimes when you're getting healthy it means you're getting smaller not bigger and so um but navigating through Navigating through this, I think as a leader, it's so important. The hardest things to navigate through are when people that you care about leave. I think that the people that you didn't expect to leave, they leave. And the people you expected to leave don't leave. I think that's the biggest thing. But at the same time, how I navigated that was through the voice of God. When we stepped into leadership, the Holy Spirit showed me and told me the precursor of what was going to happen in our church. And it was like, hey, we're going to get smaller. The people that you think are going to stay aren't going to stay. The people you think are going to leave aren't going to leave. And if he hadn't told me that, it would have been a lot of heartache. But at the same time, I have the the gift of goodbye. And we even see that in the life of Jesus. I mean, Jesus preaches one of the strongest revelations of his life. He's like, if you... In order to be with me, you have to eat my flesh and drink my blood. The Bible says many left him that day and didn't return. 
And Jesus' response was not like, hey, come here, hold on, time out. I don't mean it. it was just, I, you know, he didn't resolve. He turns to his 12 and says, uh, do you want to leave too? And I think that's the that's the coolest thing that Jesus did to me is like, you you don't have to be here. I don't, it, I, it, Bishop T.D. Jack says it the, the best. If people can walk away from you, let them walk. And that's the hardest part about it is because it's easy when people you don't necessarily mesh with walk away, but it's hard when those who you do mesh with, but you uh, offend through a misunderstanding and they are so offended. They don't want clarity. They don't want to know why you did it. They just want to leave. And ultimately what that boils down to is they really wanted to leave before that happened. They were just looking for an excuse for to justify what they already wanted to do. And so I think um, in this generation, this day and age, I think it's just really important for us to be able as leaders to, to provide as much clarity and precision as possible so people can make decisions based on truths, based on absolutes, not misinterpretations and misunderstandings. Wow. And man, this is just literally, this is the introduction yeah. episode of this podcast and we're already getting deep. I do want to, just to kind of give everybody a taste on the first episode, because this is the most important thing that changed my life right. Um, in leadership is I want you to like go into, go into a little bit on your view as far as correct, not necessarily correction, but leadership uh -huh. by relationship. Right. Like, you know, how how you how we focus on building relationships in order to lead people and disciple people yeah that's huge i think most leaders make that mistake because uh they're not in it for the long haul uh most of them negate to fear of you know fear control and so that i can manipulate your behavior as fast as possible and that's just really as a leader saying, I'm not going to be with you very long. I, I think oftentimes I say it a lot in relationships. If people are in a hurry, it communicates they're not in for the long haul. Like if wow. you want to like if, if you want to have sex with me right now, it means that you don't see me in your life five years from now. That's like it, it, it's so it so as a leader. But that's the most difficult thing because. It requires patience. It requires being messy. It requires a lack of understanding. And which is really what this all, this podcast is all about is because if I reject you because of your weakness, but I don't know why, then I can't run with you very long. But I have an understanding. If I know why you are that way, it's like, if, for instance, like, um, like father wounds are the biggest thing. I, it's the biggest thing that many of us can relate to. If I don't know that you never had a father, there's some things that I won't really have patience for. But the moment that you reveal to me, well, I just, I didn't have a dad growing up. There is a revelation that comes through understanding. There's a revelation that comes through understanding that gives me the patience to walk you through that journey. And so, but most leaders are so, because of the internet, because of, because of social media, because of cultural comparison, they're so, um, insecure. They need the people around them to look, act, and sound pretty. 
And I, Jesus wasn't that way. And because most people will say like, uh, they, they say it like this leaders say, if you want to know the character and the integrity of a man, look at this, the, his wife's face. Wow. <laughs> look at his, when his wife, if his wife's smiling when he's ministering, he's probably got some character and integrity. If she's not paying attention, she's on her phone. She's like smirking at things that he says. He's probably not the real thing. And most people are so insecure to keep messy people around them because they're afraid of what type of leader they're going to be or what they're going to look like. And so they keep pretty people around them. They keep, they keep people who are clean cut, who know how to pretend, who know how to have it all together when they're not really surrounded with people who are, they're taking them somewhere beyond behavior modification. Does that make sense? And so, uh, as a leader, relational, relational equity is one of the least used influential strategies because it takes a long time. It's not fast. It's not quick. It's, I'm going to reject you if you show any type of weakness. Uh, You can have it, just don't show it. And if you can show it, just don't show it in public because it reflects who I am as a leader. That's where most people make the mistake. It's why they don't have... It's why you see the the back door is always open. Like they always have a new homie with them. <laughs> Where's the old homie? Oh, we don't talk to him no more. Really? Uh, but I think relational influence is the way that Jesus did it. And it's also the only way to get lasting fruit. Right. Cause I, I can, I can get you to do this really quick. Like most people disagree with a lot of my leadership and how I do things. But that's just because they're afraid of what it looks like. And when you don't have the fear of man, you're not afraid. You know who you are as a leader. You don't have to prove it. Because I know who I am as a leader, your opinion of my leadership doesn't matter. Because if you're not close enough to me, you don't know. And if you don't know, then it doesn't matter. (laughs) It's like they said, like... uh, I was watching something online the other day. It said, if you have a problem with me, text me. And if you don't have my number, you're probably not close enough to me to have a problem. That's good. Wow. That's and good. so it like you, you get into that space where it's just messy ministry, but relationally speaking. And that's one of the top subjects we're going to talk about on this podcast is because I really am tired of seeing uh, relationships break down inside the church. I I think that we don't have a genuine revelation of who Jesus is and what he's done for us based on what I see and how we respond when people hurt us. Right. Like we don't have a genuine reality of what Jesus has done when everybody you're in relationship with is the same thing, does the same thing, and you're only with them for three months. Wow. It's me. It means that you you're just too insecure to ride with me for a long time, and I think as leaders we got to get better at that. But really and truly, I think it's because we're so offendable and everybody's so sensitive, and it's a me driven culture that we're not actually trying to get to understand people. We're trying to get people to understand us, and when people don't understand us, it's like those people who. Every person they date is exactly the same. I mean, really? 
Like every man you found is exactly has the exact same issue. You don't find that to be weird. I think the issue might not be with the man or vice versa. Man, I just can't find a good woman. Really? I mean, like, really, you can't? Every one of them's insecure, you know? It's like, that common denominator. It's the, you know what I'm saying? So that, that common denominator. But that's because we're so busy trying to be understood that we miss the power of understanding. And when we look inside the church and we see so many broken relationships, it just lets me know we don't really fully comprehend what Jesus has done for us. Because if we did, we wouldn't be so offendable. We wouldn't be so sensitive. And every time someone hurt us, we wouldn't become a victim. Wow. And I just see a lot of victim mentality in the church. And then I also see like, where are the people who are like, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been friends with him for seven years. We don't see that. What we see is, oh, well, you know, I'm not at that church no more. Ah, well, you know, and some of that is justifiable. Like some leader, like I said earlier in the beginning, I'm not the leader for everybody. You find out sometimes you get close to a leader. Ah, you're not the leader for me. You know what I'm saying? Some of that's justifiable. But when you've been at seven churches in the last six months (laughs) and you found that all of them just don't value you, um, I think that you're trying to be understood instead of trying to understand. And I think we need to really unlock this revelation of the power of understanding. Wow. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) There's the uh, introduction. Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to actually jump in next week on the first podcast uh, is going to be strategically on church hurt and relational health. And so uh, join us next week. Rick, send us out. All right, guys. Thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you for tuning in to the Heart of the Matter podcast. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>